This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Mr. Graham, Mr. Graham, no. Again, well over the threshold here to make history. Judge Jackson will become the next Supreme Court justice. History made in Washington today. The star debater from Miami Palmetto Senior High School responsible for lots of uh, shards of glass today as she smashes through now this ultimate ceiling in uh, the legal world. And if we think about the history of this, right, that March 6, 1857 was the Dred Scott uh, case that that U.S. Supreme Court made the ruling at that time, suggesting that um, black people were not American citizens, uh, that the Constitution did not include uh, black people. And now here you have her, uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson, joining their ranks. She's going to be sitting there as a woman in her black skin, in a black robe on the highest court in the land. It has taken 232 years and 115 prior appointments for a black woman to be selected to serve on the Supreme Court of the United States. Oh, yes, y'all. Welcome to This is the G Podcast. It is episode 125. Yes. Yeah. And we got to give it up. For a, congrats, a big congrats to Justice Patanji Brown Jackson. Get the air horn too. Would not be appropriate without the air horn. What's up, y'all? This is Tommy B. The crew is here. About to introduce yeah. the crew in just a minute. Everybody's here too. And and up ahead, y'all, we got Barack Obama back in the White House. With I didn't want him to leave. Uh, put, <laughs> Putin's daughter is going to get sanctioned. Uh, man, you know, uh, Syracuse Mike is going to drop some stuff about, which, I, you know, I, I haven't heard a lot of people talk about the thing in Sacramento on the shooting. Um, not this weekend, but the past weekend. And Pelosi got COVID and that cut, that hug she gave Biden. They're saying that, that you know, that doesn't uh, mean that he's got COVID. But, you know, I'm skeptical. Uh, Will Smith gets 10. Warnock's got COVID and Tiger back in the Masters. We just got so mm-hmm. much, y'all. And, you know, got to say what's up. This is the G Podcast. Each week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping out tea from the one and only Tanya B and more. Plus, she is in the building. Got to say what's up, Tanya B. What it, what it do, y'all? You know what I was doing before we got on mic, right? I know what you were doing. We're going to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> this smells delicious. <laughs> We're going to get to it. But first, Tanya B, you know, by the way, let me make sure I do this. Uh, catch the Birdwire, uh, the Birdwire Friday and Saturday nights, 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. Uh, plus Saturday at noon. And, and Tanya B is in the building. Tanya B, I got to ask you something, though. You kind of stepped out of your lane for a minute. And, and I got it must have something to do with sports because that is not my lane. But you still sent me something that kind of kind of <laughs> hit me to the core. Because you know I'm a Lakers fan. <laughs> so it's been, it's, yeah, a lot of people are. It's been a bit of a dreadful, not a lot of people. <laughs> Trust me. I am. A lot of haters. <laughs> but, but I will say this. Tanya B sent this thing that said the Lakers are the most disappointing team in history. And I, I beg to differ. And here's why. And, and for, for folks my age who might remember this, the 1976-77 Philadelphia 76ers were, in my opinion, the most disappointing because that's when, if you recall, uh, Dr. J went, came from the Nets to the Sixers, Philly. I think they got him for about $3 million. So you had, and I was a huge J fan. I had my, my, my canvas, all-stars. I had the leather, all-stars, all things J. I had the poster. I had, you know, the, the Statue of Liberty. You know, poster, you know, with Jay. But bottom line, you had Dr. J, you had George McGinnis, you had Lloyd B. Free. You, you, look, y'all fellas, I know y'all. Come on, nod if you know. Nod if you know. Okay, Plus but you didn't had, they make, but didn't they make the playoffs? They made the, but listen, they made the playoffs and they made the champ, they, they made it to the championship games, but they lost. And everybody basically had said that there's no way. A team, this kind of team with that kind of talent could lose the championship. And they lost. They lost to Portland. If you're you wrong. 
Yep. yep, Bill Walton. Yeah, absolutely. They lost to Bill Walton. So, but but look at, I mean, when you look at the team, you look at Dr. J, George McGinnis, Lloyd B. Free, Henry Bibby, Daryl Dawkins. You know, they had a massive team. So everybody was like, uh, you know, that this team is gonna win it all. And and they didn't. And it, it might But they I mean, got better. They yeah, got they better. made the playoffs. But my but here, but here's my point. And, and here's my point about the Lakers, okay? I knew the Lakers weren't going to do well because the guys they the guys they they bought on the team were past their prime. I mean, you look at Carmelo Anthony. He's I mean, come on, y'all, <laughs> come on. Like, not only that, how you going to just keep overturning your roster after every year getting players and man, stupid. Okay, excuse me. We man, that's my point. They are atrocious. We probably felt that way, but the announcers and the general yeah. public picked the Lakers too. Oh. I never thought I never and, and I'm a fan and I never thought that they were going to be they were going to win the whole thing. I never this thought. Terrible. But I, I mean, at least Laker, thought they were going to make the playoff be. Well, I'm you know, a, I, it's I, almost I, a, they are I'm not look, look. Dude, I'm not surprised. Tanya B, don't you, sit over there quiet. You're not surprised. <laughs> they, you're not surprised they were going to be this bad? No, it, I'm not surprised because this I bad. look look now, what's his name? Yeah, um, that bad. I ain't what's his name? From, <laughs> from the Pelicans. Now, I didn't expect him to win it, but not to be this Baco. Anthony, Anthony, da- Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is a liability. I'm going to throw it to Tanya B. And, 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 and so are his eyebrows. And so are his eyebrows. If you don't quit calling me that, bye. If you don't quit calling me that, bye. I'm going to get you, man. But anyway, Tanya B. <laughs> Appreciate you, Tanya B, for sending me that. So I, I had to. I held off all week. I just had to say that for all the Lakers. For I mean, you know, I'm, things are gonna happen in the off season. It was ter- it was a ter- as as uh, was terrible. It was terrible. As, uh, Charles Barkley. Don't say my hey, name again. Don't say it. Disappointment in the history <laughs> of any sports. I'm a Lakers fan. Any sports. Oh, dude, come on, come That's on. Right, any right. sports. No, you're not going to make the playoff. You are no. You 17. You know how hard it is. You know how hard it is not. You know how hard it is not to pick the playoff now. I was. I'm not going to go on because it's not a sports show. But I will say (laughs) that I am not surprised that they didn't make the playoffs. I, I, I knew when they well, look. I don't. Why, 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 that you why, thought they're gonna be why, this bad. Why, you need me to. You need me to come over and shake you, man, for for saying. <laughs> you need me to come I'm shake a, you. I'm gonna come I shake you. Le, I'm a LeBron fan. I'm a big it's not time even about, LeBron it's fan. Not, it's not about LeBron. Vi, get the hell out. Look, it's right. It's not about LeBron. Vi. It's about the players around him. And I'm gonna leave it at that. We're not a sports show. Tanya, be welcome. <laughs> by the way, by the way, I'm a mute. Can you mute Vi? <laughs> We can, Mike on move on. we can move on, but like I said, how do you I'm coming to vibe. all new players every year? And I'm coming every to you, too. Can Tanya B get her word in? Tanya B, go ahead. Brady. See, see I, I knew I knew I should have no. said. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's one thing, but let's call a thing a thing. There was a time when Philly really sucked and they redeemed themselves. And like, again, there was a time in the not, you know, so distant past when they sucked. And now I just saw that Joel Embiid has like taken the number one place of doing something that he does for his position, whatever that is. You know, I'm not a sports queen. So Philly's doing better. Um, There was a time when the Hawks sucked in Atlanta. They're doing better, but their issue is... Trey Young, one man does not make a team. You know, they and I think that's what happened with the Lakers. LeBron is not the team. Yeah, he bought in people that he thought would work well with him. And like you said, they became a liability. I figured this season was gonna be over before that last game that was the game ending for their season. And like K-Dub said, you know, with anything, even if you have a relationship, if you keep turning them over year after year, season after season, if you have a car, if you have a job, if you have a sports team and you keep turning it over season after season and people don't get the chance to gel and mesh, you know, and, and, and work together, this is what's going to keep happening. Doesn't They could bring back Jesus the Messiah himself. There you go. Lord. And, and Sam Jones and every other NBA great that can still walk without, get around without a walker, and it wouldn't make any difference. 
That's just my opinion. I'm not a sports authority. Well, I just wanted to say that. Now I want to get off. uh, uh, I want to get off. I'm coming to. I'm coming to you, Vi. I'm coming to you, K Dub. Let Tanya B do her thing. All right, cool. I'm coming to you though. I'm coming to you. But anyway, Tanya B, thank you for being on the show. And and we got a bunch of stuff to get to. I didn't want to spend too much. I knew I knew if I was going to say it, they were going to jump in. And y'all, he he is here, calling 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 me everything except Tommy B. In the building, the country commentator <laughs> by repping Columbus GA. Yes. Also for, for site GA. What's up, Vi? How you doing, man? Hey man, I'm doing great. I want to ask you about the Lakers, but I don't want to ask you about I want to ask you about uh the He Gets Us commercials, the Jesus rebrand commercials. Have you seen these? Uh-uh. It's called He Gets Us, and, and oh. it's running through the NBA, and it's kind of a plain person type of presentation rebrand of Jesus. Do you, has it gotten so bad that the church, has the church messed up Jesus so bad he's got to say, look, I'm on my own, y'all. <laughs> no, the NBA, it the NBA, y'all need to stop playing and taking the name of the Lord in vain. The NBA is playing with Jesus, and he is not pleased, hence the Lakers it is it is a commercial let me explain it is a commercial that's running on network tv uh all across i think on national television you know it, i've seen the, i found the, the it org- confusing it, yeah. it took me a long time before i figured out what it was. i was confused i thought it was a commercial for the mormon church to be honest with you but you know what jesus can't help them it's, and, and you know, I clo- I know we're close to Easter because I and I wanted to ask because I saw it and it and it basically I, I said, man, have things gotten so bad that Jesus is like, look, y'all, look, church, y'all making me look bad. I'm gonna have to step away, do my own thing. I'm doing a rebrand. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going, no, no, I'm going out on my own. <laughs> it's like I got he gets, he gets us. I'm just wondering. I'm, hey, I'm, no, let me let me go to Vi. Okay. It's Vi's turn. I wanted to ask by the question, has it gotten this bad that because you look at the evangelicals, you look at all the craziness, you look at the Marjorie Taylor Greens who are on this QAnon tip. Has it gotten so bad that that you got to rebrand Jesus as a solo separate from the church? Vi? Has it gotten that bad? Go ahead. Vi. Is we are condoning so much that mm-hmm. the Bible. And we're trying to find a way to make it right. Like LBGT community. I have nothing against the gay. I, each is own, but the Bible says wrong. But we're not trying to say it's right. The Bible well, don't change. I'm just change. saying. I'm just saying. I'm looking at the commercials. I'm looking at uh, even the masters, and you see, they are. Yeah. It ain't the church. The, I'm just wondering. It's not the church. It's yeah, kind of rebrand it to make it seem that he's okay with it, but you yeah. can't do that. Well, it's a because rebrand. Every, every Tell me, have you seen it? Have Everything you, you watch on TV, yes. there's a game in it. Cartoon, uh, Disney. K-Dub, K-Dub, have you seen the no. commercials? No, but you know, Jesus <laughs> in the basketball. Maybe he used to shoot ball back in the day. I don't know. <laughs> I know K-Dub does that. Well, I, I, I appreciate you, man. Thanks thanks for being on the show. Leave but we don't get to you my man Jesus alone. <laughs> Look, it's a rebrand. Jesus for three. It, it looks, uh, looks, like, a, looks say, like a rebrand to me. If you read the Bible, like he says he never changes. He's all the way the same. All right. So like I got three words. What's that? I got three words for the NBA. With that, that? that whole campaign he gets us, apparently <laughs> he, he got you who shot you. But my three words are boo.com. I but is, that, is, that the, is that the NBA? Is that the NBA? I don't know who it is. I don't know who's behind it. I but I see there's got to be an ad agency. So ad agencies, I mean, you know, watch Blackish, Andre Johnson, Anthony Anderson. That's yeah. ad agencies, and I guess they're so desperate now they have to go to Jesus, and clearly Jesus yeah, is I, not pleased. I saw it, and I said, "Man, this is like the Jesus to pull people in." Here we go. Yeah, because because I'll be honest, I'll be honest with you. When 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 your when the face of your uh, religion becomes Marjorie Taylor Greene and some of these GOP folks, you know, it's a problem. I'll leave it at that. All right, Kate up. Welcome, man. What's up, man? Y'all give it up for K-Dub in the building. Oh, oh, oh. I just had to be y'all listening to that. Hey, give me, give me a little bit more, man. Come on. One more time. One more time. No, we need, we need Bootsy. Uh, Bootsy up in here. I'm sorry. Bootsy. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh no, stepping out. Yeah, y'all give it up for K Dub. Oh man. Oh, he bought the funk. <laughs> What's going on in Dayton, Ohio, man? Feeling a lot better. Well, good, man. Make fifty today. Oh, excellent, man. That's good stuff. Good stuff. All right, so hey, let's do this. Um, let's go ahead because uh, we got a lot on our plate when it comes to news, uh, and and I got a couple of other things. We got a lot on our plate this week. It's not all about Will. Don't worry about it. We ain't gonna be talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock all show, but we do. We will be bringing it up. Some of y'all want to move on, and I agree. But one more thing, and then we got to move on. But here we go. Come on, Syracuse Mike. News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. Uh, it is good to be back in the White House. Um, it's been a while. Former President Barack Obama returned to the White House Tuesday for the first time since leaving office to celebrate President Biden's plan to further expand Obamacare access by addressing a glitch in the health care law. The change, which would take place next year, addresses a cost issue. Basically, if an employer plan for a whole family, not just the worker, costs more than 10 percent of a family's income, then the worker's spouse and children would get help purchasing a private plan through Obamacare. It appears Vladimir Putin's daughters will be included in the latest sanctions to be announced by the U.S. and its allies. It's a direct response to the horrific acts blamed on Russian forces in Ukraine. The measures will include a ban on new investment in Russia and sanctions on Russian government officials and members of their families. Here's U.S. U.N. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield. Based on the currently available information, the United States has assessed that members of Russia's forces have committed war crimes in Ukraine. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky visited Bucha, a city outside of Kiev, where government officials said they discovered the bodies of civilians after Russian forces left the area. Police say two more suspects were arrested Tuesday in connection with a weekend shooting in downtown Sacramento that left six dead. The latest arrest brings the total number of arrests to three as the investigation continues. More than 100 rounds were fired early Sunday as people filled the streets outside the city's entertainment district when a large fight broke out. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi has tested positive for COVID. Pelosi appeared at a White House event alongside President Biden and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on Wednesday. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki explained why President Biden was not considered a close contact. The way a close contact is defined, it's not arbitrary. It's not something made up by the White House. It's CDC guidelines and how they define it as being within six feet for a cumulative total of 15 minutes over a 24-hour period. They were not. The Board of Governors for the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has banned actor Will Smith from all Academy events for the next 10 years. That includes the Oscars. The board met Friday morning to discuss the consequences for Smith after he slapped Chris Rock last month. Smith resigned from the Academy last week and quickly replied in a statement saying, I accept and respect the Academy's decision. The Academy also apologized and said they did not adequately address the situation after it happened. For the first time after her Senate confirmation on Thursday, we're now hearing from soon-to-be Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson. She was honored at the White House with President Biden calling her confirmation a real change in American history. Thank you so much, Mr. President. It is the greatest honor of my life to be here with you at this moment. Jackson will become the first black woman to serve on the high court. Another Democrat has tested positive for COVID. Senator Raphael Warnock learned that he was positive right after participating in the confirmation of Judge Jackson. Dallas Cowboys Hall of Fame offensive tackle Rayfield Wright has died. He graduated from Fort Valley State University. The school says flags will fly at half staff in his honor. Wright was 76. Yeah, and uh, thank you for sending me that, uh, Tanya B. Tanya B. sending me all the all the sports this week. What is? <laughs> what I'm is trying. I'm, I'm trying. And, and let me say, um, Rayfield Wright was an offensive lineman. So you know his name. I mean, if you knew he played during the time, uh, and and when I was growing up, probably in the early '70s, the mid '70s, I think he ended his career in 1980. He was traded from the Cowboys to I think may have been Philly. But he ended his career in, in 80. Uh, actually, they traded him. He didn't even come out of, uh, if I recall, he didn't even come out of training camp. He just decided to quit. But um, if you remember, you know, those were the times with Roger Staubach, you know, Ed Tall jones all those types of players. But rest in power, he is from Griffin, Georgia. 
you know, he's a, he's a Georgian, uh, born in Griffin. And uh, of course, as, as uh, Syracuse Mike mentioned, he, uh, he attended Fort Valley State University. So rest in power, um, you know, Rayfield Wright. I just want to mention that. Uh, in addition to that, I uh, also want to mention, and, and, and you guys, I know everybody heard about the um, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, uh, 24-year-old Dwayne Haskins, um, just walking along the highway about to cross in South Florida. Um, I think it's uh, I-595 in Broward County. Um, and he was training in South Florida with other Steelers, quarterbacks and running backs, wide receivers. And, uh, you know, and they're, they're really heartbroken. I mean, all he was doing was walking along, tried to cross the street. He was hit by a dump truck. So uh, rest in power, man, prayers, um, you know, our thoughts go to his family, to his friends, you know, to the to the Steelers nation. Um, you know, a loss, man. Go, go ahead, Tanya B. No, I think they'll do. They should hopefully the Steelers nation and the NFL overall. You know, he had just signed a new contract. I think it was only for a year ago, but I really mm-hmm. hope that they do right by his family. I agree. I agree. And, KW, you were going to say something? No, I was going to say, Andy, he was a star up at Ohio State in college. Yeah, he's the man yeah. of Ohio State now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Record. Soft. And, and Coach Tomlin, you know, had a full statement, uh, but basically, you know, he was heartbroken, which, you know, we all are, you know, pretty much heartbroken by, I mean, that's, that's just amazing. I mean, I saw it. It was unbelievable. I mean, yeah. to, to see, you know, a player taken out in his prime in, in that type of accident. So, you know, rest in power, rest in power. Also, the, uh, you know, of course, the confirmation of Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson. We just talked about that. Uh, definitely a celebratory moment uh, in our history. But, but I've got to say this, y'all, you know, uh, point out the poor, just the, the behavior of some of the folks who questioned her, some of the questions. And, and you know, it's, it's shameful um, if you're from Rome. And I know I know people from Rome, as, as a matter of fact, uh, Mike Glenn, the stinger. You know, his hometown is Rome. So I don't want to, you know, throw a blanket over the, you know, over Rome, Georgia or, or um, God, what's the other where the plants are? Dalton, you know, but uh, that you got to be concerned by her behavior. Calling the judge a pedophile, uh, calling even the GOP, the folks who voted in favor of her because they voted in favor of this black woman, calling them pedophiles. I mean, she actually doubled down on it and said, yeah, they voted for her, so they're pedophiles too. Just amazing. And, and you know, it gets to a point where you have to ask yourself, you know, she's supposed to be serving the home, Rome, Georgia, that immediate area. And, and a, lot of, a lot of these, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it, it's it's like, why are y'all keep, why do y'all keep sending this nutcase back? I mean, well, you know, I guess she's only done one term, but we'll see if they send her back. Tanya, but you got a thought. You got that look on your face. Like you want to say. Oh, I, I, it's shameful. It's like, it's funny. It's like thou dost protest too much. Everybody up to and including Ted Cruz and his idiotic ass. Yeah, he everybody that, yeah. yeah, I'm saying, but everybody who questioned her and tried to just do whatever they could to throw mud on her name is trying to take the mud off of their name. So, you know, it's like those, all those people live in glass houses and they try to throw stones and it. They just weren't victorious. So, eh. yeah, but but it's just it's just, you know, in my opinion, you know, it's gone too far. I, I understand bipartisanship, I mean, or or partisanship and, and quote unquote politics, but it's just gone beyond that. Yeah, I mean, it, when that other guy got that. in, the, what the rapist, and I'm going to call a call a thing a thing allegedly. Mm. But anyway, mm. you know, they didn't want dire him that much. He I mean. Heck, he committed crimes that most people would be still be in jail for. So don't get my pressure up. Let's talk. Let's move on. Yeah, but I, I do. Let me, let me go ahead and play. This is, you know, what Biden had to say. I want to go ahead and, and play this from Joe Biden. Here we go. I knew it wouldn't be easy, but I knew the person I nominated would be put through a painful and difficult confirmation process. But I have to tell you what Judge Jackson was put through was well beyond that. There was verbal abuse, the anger, the constant interruptions, the most vile, baseless assertions and accusations. In the face of it all, Judge Jackson showed the incredible character and integrity she possesses. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I'm, I'm uh, really proud of how she handled it. Uh, and, and, you know, I'll, I'll give Biden kudos definitely for, for, for nominating her, uh, you know, not, uh, you know, bending to the will of Lindsey Graham and nominating the woman from South Carolina and, and, and doing what he thought was best. 
she was the best. I mean, as a matter of fact, they had reached out to us about having someone on uh, to try to, you know, sway our senators to vote. And I said, yeah, she's going to get through. I mean, you know, I mean, in, in Georgia, where we got Warnock and Osloff, they were going to vote for her anyway. But I think for the most part, um, you know, I'm not saying it was going to it was a shoe in. But uh, I mean, she was so qualified that oh, yeah. they didn't have they, they couldn't even they couldn't find anything to vote against this one. I'm serious. She was a, she is more qualified than the ones I read out there. She <laughs> did everything. But all I got to you know, I got to give my advice, sis. Don't sit next to Clarence Thomas. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I know I, as soon as Anita hey. Hill sent that text, as soon as she got it. I want to sit next to Clarence Thomas for she can put him in check. No, 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 no. I, I tell you, Anita Hill sent a text and said, girl. How do you say it, Tanya B? Girl. <laughs> girl, girl. You got to put it, you have to accentuate at the end. It's girl, girl. Yeah. There you go. I knew you had it. I knew you had it in you. I knew you had it in you. All right, you ready, Tanya B? Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, <laughs> y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. I don't know what's in my can over here today, y'all. <laughs> I do not know what's Woo! in my can. Tanya B, what you got? What you got, Tanya B? Okay, uh, first I want to talk about some celebrity hookups and breakups. And one of, you know, everybody liked when In Vogue came out in the 90s, I think everybody liked them. They were kind of like the 90s generation of the Supremes. And they were women that could really sing. So much so, it's been, what, 32 plus years or so, almost 30 years that they've been out there. And two of the remaining original members, one is um, Carrie, and I'm talking about Cindy Heron. She was like the real cute one. And she was the only one that, that ever got married and have, had kids, and she still never left the group. Uh, Cindy Heron Bragg is her name, and she married Married a former Major League Baseball player by the name of Glenn Bragg, but mm-hmm. after 29 years of marriage and four kids, they're getting a divorce, and she cites irreconcilable differences, which, for those of you who don't know, that's the code word for <laughs> he be cheating. Okay. All right. I didn't know she that. So. <laughs> he didn't hit me? Yeah. Okay. She be cheating. <laughs> she look, she it, been it, working. It, it, it be on Cindy out there Somebody. working, honey. <laughs> but see, while he was still out there playing ball, she was out there birthing them babies. So, okay. Anyway, uh, I want to tell you about that. I also want to tell you about uh, Naturi Naughton, who we may remember from the ABC, the struggling show Queens, and also from Power. Yeah. <clears throat> Yes. Yeah. She got married last weekend <laughs> in a very lavish ceremony in, in the ATL. And here's the interesting thing about it. She's really good friends with Lala Vasquez. Of course, they were on power together, but Lala caught the bouquet. So does that mean that she's ready for love? Because she's tired of Carmelo. That that <laughs> ship has sailed. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So whatever, whatever's clever. I want to tell you about the actress Megan Good All in the Hood, you know, back in the day. Oh, wait a minute, hang on. What's your what you, Say the name again. Megan Good. Name. I had to get that in there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Making good in the hood. Yes, you know it from a whole lot of things, videos, movies, all this, that, and the yes. third. Uh, most recently, she's been on the Amazon Prime series Harlem, which has been renewed for a second season. But now she's officially divorced from Reverend Devon Franklin. I guess she couldn't quite do all that church stuff. But honey, she is dating this. Uh, he looks kind of swirly to me. They say he's Caucasian. This rapper named Disaster, and he oh, looks Lord. just like his name sounds. <laughs> he got about go. a, <laughs> wait, he got 199 <laughs> tattoos, and he looks like he ain't had a bath since before Megan Good had her original eyebrows. So, let's so she, see married, she married uh, big, a discount big. Travis Barker, pretty much. No, no, she's dating him. Um, no, I'm just saying, got, are dating a discount? Uh, Travis Barker. I would say just at least Travis Barker got skills. Okay. Yeah. Disaster should tell you a whole lot about the future mm. of his career. Well, this might uh, be a, uh, well an early May to December romance. I'm sure when she gets back in Harlem and starts filming again, maybe till. You know, she won't be out there tootsie rolling. But anyway, it is what it is. Hmm. And I want to tell you about, you know, once one thing I'll say about the singer Monica, I like Monica's flow. The girl can sing and she I mean she was singing grown people songs when she came out in the what early mid 90s. She was 14 years old. But she seems to really have a thing for being a ride or die chick, which I can rock with that. But she also seems to really have an affection for bad boys. She had that one uh, boyfriend that uh 
was allegedly a dope boy and who she claims uh, shot himself in the head in front of her. And then she married Shannon Brown, who we know has kind of gone off the deep end. But now she's gone back to her first true love. And that would be the brother of Master P, rapper C. Murder, who's in li- who's in jail for life, basically. She's trying to get him out. Uh, she just recently posted pictures of a visit with her jailhouse boo. But I hope she doesn't let that get in the way of her need to make new music and do what she does the best. I mean, I don't know what kind of hypnotizer that man put on her, but she just can't seem to leave him alone after every relationship that she's had has broken up. Mm-hmm. She goes back to see murder. She go back to Corey. So I don't know so she's trying to get a trying to get a pardon for him or something. She she tried that before. It didn't work. And I'm like, girl, don't spend all your money trying to get that man out of jail. Because when he comes out, you think he's going to really going to rock with her? <laughs> she's going to have to move to Louisiana because I'm sure he can't leave the state. And she's got to I mean, uh, come on. She needs to really set an example for her two sons and also for her daughter and not, you know, let them think that the way things that, you know, things that your mom and did are not always the right things or the best things. So I hope she can figure it out. I hope she finds happiness and you know, just, you know, make new music and make better choices, Monica. Come on, Miss Fine. Well, what do, you, what do you say? Like conjugal visits? It is. Magic. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> conjugal visits. Uh, let's not, let's don't say we did. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. So you make me want to talk about Tory Lanez now. No, oh. Keep it going. Keep it moving. What you got? Oh, okay, okay. There's a man out there. She want to make with a dope boy. I understand it. I was a dope boy. I have a friend. Every boyfriend she, and husband she had was either a dope boy or felon, or at least had some type of criminal record. If you didn't have a criminal record, some chicks don't want you. They said they want to fix them and rehabilitate them and emasculate them, and that doesn't work. Mm. Oh, Lord. I, well, he's like, here's a dumb donkey. I got to tell you all about this. There is this hacker who got a hold of the YouTube pages of like people like Michael Jackson and Drake and The Weeknd. And this guy is a con man named Paco and Paco's currently in jail for fraud. Go figure. But he took over these pages for these major artists worldwide, you know, iconic figures. He's asking people to join the movement to get him out of jail because he claims he's a political prisoner. No, Paco, you in jail because you broke the law. You're a fraud. <laughs> Damn, Paco. <laughs> now, is is that dumb donkey? Is that, but how dumb donkey stupid is that? Okay, so oh. now <sighs> okay, anyway, I want to also tell you, <laughs> I'm sorry. Here's some really good news. Now, this wasn't really on my plate, Tommy B, but I got it in in, in the spirit of Katanji Brown, uh, Brown Jackson. I got to say this. Um, next Sunday, or next week, I'm sorry, next Saturday, um, there's a Showtime series that comes on about First Ladies, Michelle Pfeiffer and um, Viola Davis is going to pay play our forever First Lady, Michelle Obama. So I give Viola five on it on that. And I saw some pictures of her and they did the best they could do. Whoever did their, her makeup, they did the beef stew out of that because she just looks like Michelle Obama. Yeah. With maybe a darker complexion. So, you know, let's check that out. And then on April uh, 22nd, Viola sits down on Netflix to have a conversation with Oprah. So I think that's worth watching. So April yeah, I, 16th, First Ladies, April 22nd, Oprah and Viola on Netflix. I saw the um, interview with uh, this actually as we tape on Sunday, CBS Sunday morning with Jane Paul. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They and had all and, and she was yeah. on with uh, we had with the other two actresses. And yeah, and I, I didn't know that um, she uh, Viola is actually executive producer of the. Of the OK, project. even even better, even yeah. better, even better. But you know what? Better. I said this. Um, and, and this is where we're going to talk briefly about the Chris, Will and Chris thing. But I'm glad that, you know, somebody like Viola chose that type of series with those actresses, because mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, older actresses don't have those types of vehicles that give them the kind of profile they need. So exactly. Know, so it makes sense because, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer, you know, of, co- of course, I mean, these are women over 40. Um, and uh, women over I, 50. Let's yeah, call women over, thing well, you know, I just say 40. You know, OK, light, light well, look, they're in the prime of their life. Let's just <laughs> say the, the prime. prime of their life. I'm just okay. saying I'm just saying bottom line is, you know, good for her to really create vehicles for women mm. and herself, her age, you know, so mm-hmm. and herself. Absolutely. So I, I got to give her the air horn. <laughs> Definitely for doing that. So <laughs> way to go. Way to go. Viola. Way to go. Go ahead. OK. Um, in case you missed this, uh, after 13 years, the lead Daniels and Monique feud is over. He offered her a role. She's going to be in that movie. It's called uh, Dream House with Andre Day and 
uh, Glenn Close and uh, Andrew Ellis from King Richard's also in this movie. But one thing that Lee also said in a reason, he's doing like a carpool karaoke with T.S. Mass, and he talked about how he was confused about this whole messy Jesse Smollett thing. Now, word from the curb is that I call Jesse, he's a self-proclaimed black Tupac, which remains to be seen. That's debatable mm-hmm. that he may have landed a $10 million book deal, but he's going to have to tell the truth. I don't know if he'll do that. He does need the money. He's got huge, huge legal bills from this case in Chicago. And I'll, in case you've missed it, a lot of people have missed it. He put out this uh, song called Thank God. It's a six-minute auto-tune song that really is painful to listen to. <laughs> okay. But here's a gag. He claims the money's going to go to the Rainbow Coalition and like Operation Push and uh, this thing called STB Safety in the Illinois Innocence Project, which is run by his family, go figure. But ain't nobody checking for this song because he put it up on Friday and about 36 hours later he only had 5,000 streams so that, just, that should tell you something right there yep I, but I hope okay. he gets the book deal Tanya B but he's gonna have to tell the truth he's, see paid. once he says he lied yeah. then they'll if any of those suits against him are done yeah. without prejudice people mm-hmm. can come back and sue him well just do a book deal I hope he can get some money yeah I, I just it's just a mess it I is. just hope he can clean it up and move forward, yeah. move on. Uh, it's going to be a minute. Who else needs to clean up and move forward and be quiet? August Alcina, you know, he's allegedly, he went out and said, oh, I got this book deal to talk about the whole entanglement. I'm going to spill everybody's tea. And then about 24 hours later, oh, I'm not doing that. I think he might have gotten the visit, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. And then he went and put out this this record. Um, and it I think it's almost as bad or worse than Jesse Smollett's record. Uh, it, it, oh, God. It's called something horrible. I'll just call it that. But anyway, he put this record out. Nobody's checking for it. It sounds horrible. It's on YouTube. I saw he didn't have a whole lot of hits on that either. And it's kind of this song where if you send somebody the MP3 K-Dub, you'd be like, what in the entire hell is this? And you send it back and go, I can't. And do nothing with it. That's what like, I yeah, it, it is just <laughs> that bad. But you know what? I'm, I'm, these guys are just trying to take advantage of the moment. And hopefully the moment is not working. It's It's not not working. working. It's not working. And that's the thing. It's not working. And I just got one more thing to say. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe two. But we were talking about the Lakers, and you know, there's that that HBO show, uh, hey, Winning Time. Let me hey, about- hang on, hang on, hang on, Tanya B. Let me let me give it this because <laughs> I, I did not know what to expect of it, but it. I mean, actually, it's good. It's not it's bad. So good. The NBA didn't like it, and they couldn't. Yeah. Put, they couldn't put the pause on it and get it uh, taken off TV, and people liked it so much. It's been renewed for season two. It's I good. Like it. Wow. It's, you know what? I think you know. Here's the deal. I think they tried to put the critics out front who would slam it so that people wouldn't watch it. They couldn't. It didn't. And happen. They couldn't do it. I heard it's really good. And it's wait, good. It, it, <laughs> here comes Magic Johnson. I'm going to tell my story. I'm going to do do a documentary on Apple, on Apple Plus. I said, uh, yeah. Magic. He just wants you to know he ain't a hoe no more. But, you know, the, the damage is done. What's done is done. But I'm hearing, you know, that this winning time is doing just that. It is winning. winning so not to um, encourage anyone to, to to do the hood thing. But you want to go get that 30 day free or two week free uh, subscription of HBO Max, or HBO and watch winning time. Binge watch it and then wait and then go back and renew it when season two comes along. I got to give it to them, though, really. The the casting. They did that. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, the guy who plays Kareem, the guy who Good. plays Magic, Jerry Buss. The woman who plays right. Cookie Johnson. Boom. Yeah, Cookie jo- I mean, across the board. I'm I, can't just, I can't wait to see who's going to play Worthy. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Even, even what was his name? Cooper? John Sally Michael, was Michael there. Michael Cooper. <laughs> yeah, Michael yeah. Cooper. Nixon. Built. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, I mean, that was you talk about the golden days of the NBA, baby. Yeah. That was the time. Oh yes. yes. You got anything yes. else, Tanya B? Because I got to get to this. And magic. Okay, one more thing. I just want to say one more thing, and let me get to it. One more I thing. I want to say. I know we talked about this. Why don't we talk about it we, amongst ourselves? But I got to give five on it to the Goat LL Cool J for bringing back the Rock the Bells Festival, and he's all he's combining the best of you know the the real. Um, the OGs in hip hop. So you got everybody from, you know, back during his time up to, you know, like uh, Fat Joe and Ice Cube. He's really making it 
from including everybody from the golden era, the early days of hip hop up to now. So I got to give him five on it on that. I it's do. out in Queens on August 6th and I won't be there. And if y'all have not seen, go to TikTok or YouTube and check out the uh, promo. The commercial. Video, the commercial they cut. It is hilarious. It is, it is great. It's good. With, with him shopping in the store. It's, it, I mean, I got, I got to give it up to him. I mean, no, it's the bodega. There's a difference. Oh, bodega. The bo- I'm sorry. He was in the bodega, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Well, you know, let me go on and do it, y'all. Um, you know, of course, you know, we did the story with Syracuse Mike about, uh, you know, the 10 year ban from the Academy and, and, you know, uh, Will has basically accepted it and, and moved on, you know, and, and so on and so forth. He and Jada. Um, but but Harry Lennox came out with this statement in Variety, and and I just Ugh. have to ask, dude, why? I mean, I know he's part of the Academy; he's on the you know on the board. He's an also ran, please. He has ruined my image of the Five Heartbeats. Uh, you know, dre- <laughs> he's ruined dresser. my image of him. <laughs> Now, dresser from the Five Heartbeats. I, I want is no more. to come, but anything you need to come movie. back and beat up Dresser <laughs> like he beat you up in that alley when you had um, Jimmy Maybe Eddie Kane. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Kane, come get get your because Eddie he still look like Eddie Kane. He ain't doing too hot. Please, somebody just go yoke up Harry Lennox. You know uh. what? Do we have a sound effect like boo.com? No, but, but let, let me, I do. I do. Let me, let me, yeah. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed in him. <laughs> he might as well he, be a Republican. He, he has, well he has messed up multiple movies. He's messed up Love and Basketball, where he played the daddy in Love and Basketball. He has screwed up the Matrix sequel. I can't even watch the Matrix sequel in, sequels anymore. And definitely the five heartbeats was it for me. But let me, let me tell you why. And and first of all, he he you know came out with this op-ed in Variety, and I really have to question why Variety even ran this. I mean, only for print. I mean, I mean, I, I can guess tell you why. They, well, yeah, they ran it for clicks, and they ran it. No, because no, they couldn't get anybody else to do it except Stacey Dash didn't call him back in time, so they used Harry Lennox. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but he basically said, and I, you know, I'm not going to run. The, I'm not going to read the whole thing. But according to Lennox, he said, and and this, I quote this, he said, with one deft blow. First of all, a black man using the word deft, that should tell you where this is going. Anyway, with one deft blow, Will Smith created an existential crisis for the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Uh, The incident was such a jolt to the societal norms that it will gnaw away at our national conscious until somehow properly atoned for. Smith, who resigned, and I kind of squeezed that in there, who resigned was quick to accept his punishment when the 10-year ban was announced April 8th. But there is more he should do. What, dude? What the fuck? He just mad because Will wouldn't hire him. That's all. I mean, I mean, because you know what? Look, I understand people are upset, but even I went, they are lighting him up. Black Twitter is like out there lighting him up. And and one of the things immediately when I saw it, I said, dude, don't you understand that Weinstein still has his Oscar? And Polanski. Roman Polanski still has his Oscar. All the people who have been charged of criminal doing still for the most part have their Oscar. Why would you want him? And now I said, I was just joking around. I said, well, you need to just give it, give that shit back. (laughs) Just keep it moving. But I didn't say, you know, have the Academy take it, you know, atonement. What are you atoning for? If anything, he needs to, he needs to probably, and, and I said this between Chris and Will, this is between Chris and Will, but why, why is, you know, I, I don't get why Lennox is trying to make it this big atonement because the Academy has done so much shadiness over yeah. the years. They've been so shady. Why would you even want this guy to atone for the Academy? Why? I don't get this, dude. I mean, and, and you know, here's the other reason I have to say this that's, that shocks me. Dude, didn't you work with J- Robert Townsend? Robert Townsend wrote and, and, and produced, you know, and directed the biggest anti-Hollywood movie in the 80s, Hollywood Shuffle. 
Didn't you learn? I mean, he wasn't in it, but damn, by working with Towns and didn't you get something out of that? You know, but and, still, and, Townsend put him on. It, it wasn't until the five harpies, anybody even knew anything. He had done little yang, yang, yang here and there, and really hasn't done any. Oh, he's done something since then, like the Matrix. But Robert Townsend was the one that really put him on. And, and this, reason, I yeah, also yeah. say, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, Will can go back to the party. You know what? But hey, uh, Bella has been renewed for uh, what season two. I'm yeah. still seeing the Fresh Prince of Right. Wait. I'm still seeing the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reruns on ten times a day. Will's gonna have to bankroll his own stuff. He'll still make money. And you know what? If I can go to that picnic, I'd be like, okay, I'll see y'all when I'm 63. So that's cool. But he's still gonna make the bottom line is Will's still gonna make money. But let me say this. I'm glad you said that because I sent you the clip from uh Rappaport. And basically, you know, Michael Rappaport said 10 years ban. Shit, that's that's a damn celebration. All right. Who wants, I mean, who wants to go see He doesn't have to go to the Grammy. He doesn't have to go to the uh to the Oscars for 10 I mean, years. You know what? I like my shit. <laughs> you need to be it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, I can't just win or not. Okay, I'll think of all the times. But can he act, hey, but can act. he still win Oscar? Yeah, he can still win. He just can still can't win. Go. He, can't oh, come he, get he just can't go. Oh, he that's great. Who's he gonna send Jazzy Jeff to go pick it up? That's all. That's Jazzy what I'm Jeff saying. Send Jeff. Who cares? Send Jeff. But I'm just saying, it's, you know, I would I would have said I would have just sent the Oscar something a ham and said thank you so much. Just like I, I would, you know, Chris Rock needs to send Will Smith a honey baked ham for every concert that he sells out because that slap. I'm gonna give it to you. That slap. <laughs> Oh, hey, but that slap slapped him into winning. You know, you know it, slapped, but it slapped him into another income bracket. How about that? That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. dude, okay. I, would, I, would, I would send the Smith family a honey baked ham every sold out show. Send it to him. Honey baked. Is the room of truth? Is the room of truth? In a wig. Well, he, he said, and, and, and I quote, I mean, I don't have the exact quote, but he basically said that he would not tell his story until he got paid. He wouldn't, he would, he's not going to tell his full story. And, and that could mean anything. What it based, I heard, I was watching CNN this morning, the, the, the uh, Sunday shows, and one of the uh, reporters basically said he thinks that they are bidding for Chris Rock's interview, and he just wants them to bid more money. Nobody has bidded enough money for what he feels is justified for him to tell his story. So, so he, you know, no, he, he try to make more money off of it. What you know? What he should, considering he got slapped in front of a billion people. Yeah, okay, sure. they, and they still, slapped, and, they still and, and, and the world still slapped. mad at Will Smith, and we still mad. We still will be mad at Will Smith. You know, I, I think Harry, you know Harry Lennox types. Oops. You know, I, I can. You know, I have I have exclusive. I think I got some exclusive audio of Harry Lennox. Let me see if I can find it. Here we go. Hang on. Please they gonna catch your black ass. You gonna be on the wanted posters now, nigga. The body hunters gonna be looking for you. I think that was Harry Lennox after. <laughs> you didn't hear after the slap. Here we go. They gonna catch your black ass. You gonna be on the wanted posters now, nigga. The body hunters gonna be looking for you. <laughs> Yeah, I think that was Harry. I think oh, I think it was Harry. Was wrong. that Harry? That's, wrong. that's so wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, but anyway, y'all. Let me let me get to my little bit. Um, I got it. Speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble now. <laughs> but speaking of Samuel L. Jackson, um, the last days of Ptolemy Gray Apple Plus series is all available. I'm telling y'all, if they don't give Samuel L. Jackson the Emmy for this series, I, I don't know. Best drama easily. You know, it, it, and I, I got to give it up to Dominic Fishback, uh, an amazing supporting cast. Debbie Allen, who directed one of the episodes, just just phenomenal. It's, you know, Walter Mosley. It's his project. He wrote the book. Uh, wrote the teleplay. It is if you haven't had a chance to see it, if you have access to Apple Plus, I know you, I know a lot of y'all bought new phones, so if you you know they give it to you for a year, uh, but check it out on Apple Plus. Uh, the Last Days of Ptolemy Gray. It is, it, in my opinion, you know, outside of maybe the funniest thing he did, which was, in my opinion, um, uh, Pulp Fiction. You know, uh, outside of Pulp Fiction, this will be probably the most memorable 
movie that he's carried. And and I, I just think it's definitely worth it. I, I got to give them, you know, their props. Let me, let me give them something here. I mean, Apple, Apple really is putting their foot and, 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 and their money behind a lot of these projects. So, so I got to give it to them. Also, y'all, uh, I got to thank my Gen Z for dragging me to see Sonic 2. Because I was like, God damn, I got to sit two hours. Sonic is good. Sonic 2 is really a good movie. Uh, and as a matter of fact, it was tops at the box office this weekend at 71 million it earned. Uh, it's really good. It's got Idris Elba, Jim Carrey, uh, Shamar Moore, James Marsden. He's been in a few movies, Tika Sumter. And my girl, y'all know my girl from Insecure, Kelly. Kelly's in it. Hilarious uh, actress, Natasha Rothwell. It is really true. I mean, I was surprised. I mean, even, I mean, I was, I was like, damn. I mean, even two hours I sat through the credits. It's, it, it's, <laughs> it's that good. So thank you. Thank you, Gen Z, for, for dragging me <laughs> to see Sonic. Sonic 2 at the box office. It's, it's really good. And, and I don't know, y'all. Sonic 2. Sonic 2. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. You so know. where's there's a Sonic 1? Yeah, there's a 1. There's a 1. But the, um, you know, you can tell he ain't plugged in. But uh, but number You're two, right. this is the this, <laughs> this is the I ain't seen Sonic One, unless <laughs> Sonic Two. <laughs> I barely saw Sonic One, so yeah, yeah, I saw the I knew what Sonic One's about, but it is really good. I mean, you know, it, it's an all star. It's funny, and and even as you know, you're sitting there, and the kids, you know, the kids don't get half the joke because you know it's like Shrek. You got a lot of adult jokes in there that the kids kind of go phew, right across, right over their head, but the kids, yep. the adults are there, like, damn, <laughs> he said that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, y'all. Also, I don't know if y'all are watching this, but anybody who's watching this, hit me up. Atlanta, season three, episode four. Damn. They are calling this the reparations episode. It is, I mean, I sat there and I said, damn, Donald Glover, you going hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to give it away. Um, because some of y'all, you know, have it on DVR, probably hadn't seen it yet. Uh, but if you haven't checked it out, you should. It's funny, but I don't think it's funny for white folks. Oh. <laughs> I don't think white folks are laughing at this one, not this one. And the episode is titled The Big Payback. Um, and all yeah. I got to say is my, my non-melanated fam are probably checking their family tree on the DNA programs right now. That's all I got to say. Oh, I got to see that. Oh, it, it, let me tell you, oh, only 30 minutes, only 30 minutes of your time. It's on FX, you know, I guess FX and also on Hulu. But um, and and you know how they do Atlanta will do these episodes that are totally disconnected from the core, from the crew. So you don't see, you know, like Paperboy, Donald and Van. You don't see them in this episode. It's just a totally disconnected. And, and it is it is so good. I mean, I, I will tell you. I guarantee that this is going to win, uh, Atlanta's going to win Best Comedy at the Emmys. I mean, it's just, I mean, they blowing everybody else away. The writing, it's just so good. I, I, you know, Im impressive, impressive. Also, um, I want to I jump in on this, Tanya B. I want you to jump in. The Grammys, Grammys are over. I mean, you know, basically... The rating all award shows, all award shows are well, over. It, nobody it cares. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, I agree. I agree. But nobody Grammys watches, especially. I think. And if you remember last week, I was in protest because I called the Grammys greasy because they uh made the, like the greasy Oscars, yeah. yeah, they made yeah. the RB category smaller, mm -hmm. and then they the only thing that they did relent and um broadcast was best R&B, which was Jasmine Sullivan and Silk Sonic. And Silk Sonic just got it because they did get record of the year and song of the year. But, you know, of course, the labels can always pimp these rappers. So you get yeah. the hip hop, uh, you know, artists. And for those of you that don't know, people like, who was this Baby King? Baby King is Kendrick Lamar's brother. So he had a lot of support to put him over, you know, and to have people that would, you know, rock, for, rock with him and, and rally for him. You know, and just like you have those lobbyists up on the hill, people lobby for Baby King. Now, let's see what he does from here. Well, you know what? I just got to say, and, and you know, I'm all for people keeping the gig and, and, and folks, you know, I guess, transforming their career. I don't see how they can continue with Trevor Noah. 
I don't see how you don't. <laughs> I'm like, oh. damn, bring back Ellen DeGeneres and LL Cool J. LL, LL had, in my opinion, LL did the best. I think LL would be probably, I just don't think he wants to do it anymore. But well, you know, they, I, I'm going to tell you something. Better. I got, yeah, there's some inside yeah. scoop about that whole thing. Um, before he was uh, shown the door, Les Moonves, mm-hmm. who used to be the head of CBS. Mm. He was a big fan of LL. I know he really did help propel his career. But now you see, you know, maybe he doesn't want to do the Grammys, but then LL's producing the Grammy with the Grammy Christmas special. He's at the tree lighting. Then they have the Grammy nominee special. He produces all that. He's still got his foot in there. But he's got other things that are going on, too. He's got his radio station. He's got the clothing line. He's got Rock the Bells. He still does concerts. And maybe that was the lowest paying gig. So he just said, let me move on and get get a bigger bag. Well, the deal is this, and, and I'll I'll move on. I just wanted to say that the Grammys ratings are were only up like one percent over the and you worst, know why the worst. <laughs> year. Well, no, it's only up one percent over yeah. their worst sure. ever. Yeah, but that's because, like I said, that's three. What they went way. They were supposed to go three hours and cut it off, mm-hmm. and they went way over. And like I said, what it was. It, it's just boring. I, I, I don't know what else to say. And you know another thing that people get pissed off with the Grammys when they do the in-memoriam segment? Yeah. They yeah. always leave people out, you know. Yes, they didn't put Kango Kid up there, but then when Kashif died, who was very active in the Grammys for mm-hmm. all of his career, they yeah. overlooked him. So, you know, they can just yeah. kick rocks so, in so and you think, you. You think they're going to call Will Packer? <laughs> Come on. So... They're gonna have to call somebody because I'd rather I look. I'd rather resurrect and have to watch the soap opera awards. Remember those from back <laughs> oh, in the eighties, nineties. No. No, I, no, no, I no, can't. No, no, like no. I said, I don't. I no, only no. want to see clips, and that's all people want to see clips. As long as you have technology, these shows are not going to do well. There are too many of them. They're back to just one like every week. They're back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. And I don't know why they who thought that going to Vegas was you know was going to solve everything and i just say the grammys are greasy and i say that because let's call a thing a thing for the first time in history they got a half black man running you know running the academy and it's like why don't you i want to see what harvey Mason does is he going to do anything to lobby and fight for uh r&b artists i know he represents everybody but Mm -hmm. everybody you know who's really taking the l on the grammys is you know Yes, there are other categories like opera and bluegrass, but in terms of what makes money mm-hmm. is R and B music. Yeah. And and and, and all the, the Latin categories, they got, you know, they got crumbs this year too. And I, I think just don't see the network putting up with this much longer. I they need to it. take it like did the country it. music awards and put it on Amazon Prime and you watch if you want to. Boop, yeah, next. I agree. I agree. All right, y'all. Hey, let's take a break uh and we'll be back. We'll be right back. Cooking, Tanya B. All right, Tanya B. We can't close the okay. show without because no. you, you already told me you're cooking. Yeah, well, I tried to do I'm it early, but no, we're doing healthy. We're doing healthy this week because you know next week is going to be on. It's going to be all about that. that on the pop it next weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What you got? Well, um, today I, I found a recipe that I tried out, and um, it is a three cheese spaghetti squash with sauteed asparagus and leeks topped with fontina and asaggio and smoked gouda cheese. Wow. How does that mm. sound? Now, next week. <laughs> yes. Next week is going to be like canned potato salad, turkey, you know, all everything. I don't do green bean casserole. That that I don't know who invented that, but that is. We're not doing the show next week, though. You, we're off next week. We're, we're well, I'll send, maybe I'll, whatever I cook, I'll just send you all pictures. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, send, me, send me pictures. I'll send me pictures. And there I guess Howard, I know Howard wants that recipe. And um, um, I think it was it by one of my recipes from last week for the um, the crab bread pudding. Was that you that yeah. asked? Uh, sure well, I, I refined it and I'm working on it. I did not forget because, you know, I may find a recipe, but I always kind of put my own little twist on it. I don't follow the directions. I always want to take it to a, another level, you know, take a little bit higher. So um, I will get you that. In case you want to make it for, or anybody, Howard, whoever, uh, in case you want to make it. Oh, I got to say, shout out to um, our super fan, 
KW. I heard from him. Uh, he still listens. He does. Yeah. He downloads the show. And now he has to work on Sundays while we're on live. So he can't, you know, how he will really be engaged and interactive. So we still thank you for rocking I with us. Big time. Big time. Episode number 125. Yes, yes, y'all. Uh-huh. I really do think, I mean, a lot of folks, um, you know, not only, you know, KW, um, but, um, you know, also I got, I got to say what's up. Uh, no, I don't think any of you guys know, but, uh, back in the day, you know how it is, Tanya B, you work at the radio station and you got the salespeople who always come <laughs> and hang out with you yeah, at the events. And ask for tickets. Uh, so yeah. I, I, yeah. I got it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I got to say what's up to Ralph, man. Uh, who, 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 you know, I found out checks out the show Ralph cause Ralph always had a beer in his hand. But never look, you know, like I'm saying at the events, always had a brewski. Oh. So, so I got to say what's up. You know, Ralph's from Milwaukee, too, I think. So what's up, Ralph? Man? Oh, what's that's what they do there. He's okay. in the ATL. But, you know, he had always, always it was memorable. He always had a brew in his hand, <laughs> a brewski. Oh, you would see him at events. He'd be, you know, decked to the T in his sales outfit. Milwaukee. Yeah, that brewski. That brewski. So yeah. what's up, Bruce? Brewski. Um, you know, so I'm going to call him brewski. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to everybody in the DMV that rocks with us as well. And the folks over in South Africa, too. That's what I'm saying. Got to say what's up to to the South African fam. Mm -hmm. We appreciate it. They sent me a bunch of stuff this week, as a matter of fact, Um, some stuff that's going on. You know, um, you know, you think we got a lot of, you know, turmoil happening in our country, man. But, uh, you know, pray for the South Africans, man. Some of this stuff is just ridiculous, you know, Um, Mm. and it's. You know, so we won't get into that. That's another show about the black, you know, the black leadership taking. Oh around. Lord, yeah, <laughs> damn, folks, it's dinner Stop time. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, go to castropolis.net, click our link. Everything G Podcast is there. The podcast, the stream, social media, email. Um, you know, and and also if you if you don't, you know, if if you're not, you know, technology inclined, you can also text us. Uh, you could text GPOD, G-P-O-D, to 470-928-1255. Text G-P-O-D to 470-928-1255. You'll get the main player with all the share options sent to your phone. And you could just save it wherever you need to save it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So yeah. uh, any final thoughts, y'all? Um, you know, who, who wants to go first? I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I'll just go say ahead, this Tommy I- I always tell people, you know, please listen to the authorities and respect the science. You see COVID, they, you know, relax all the mass mandates. There are some states that are now going back to indoor mass mandates. Uh, out in L.A., COVID cases have jumped 78 percent. So people, please, 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 in the name of James Brown, still be smart. The pandemic is not over. And if we don't you know, pay attention now, we'll be into the holidays and the end of this year, you know on lockdown again they've got lockdown i just saw in shanghai they're on lockdown again but don't you think tanya b all Mm. the effort all the effort that's been put into the vaccines and and also the treatments that you know if if people know they're not going to die or go to the hospital they you know they won't mind putting up with the yeah, and you know what the COVID numbers know? are also lower because there are so many at home tests and also people mm-hmm. r- remember this as well. Um, a lot of people ain't gonna report. They're not gonna tell you. No, but you know, but what stopped here in in, in Georgia uh, right after the first of this month? Mm-hmm. Um, all the free testing and the free vaccines. The money has run out. Yeah. So if you haven't stockpiled some free tests, you better get ready to come out your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. KW, you want to go next? What you got, man? Oh man, I'm sitting over here. So this is to mm-hmm. the Lakers fans. You, the <laughs> this shit was terrible. Yeah. This shit. That's the absolute freaking worst. It was terrible. We'll be all right. Oh, Brian, who's from Ohio, uh, whatever, gone somewhere else mm-hmm. to Lakers stuff. That yeah. shit was awful, yeah. man. Y'all, I, okay, I agree, next. bro. Yeah. No, I'm. I look. I am with you. Um, but, but let me say this about LeBron. I still have a lot of respect for him. Uh, I know Kareem tried to beat him up. Um, I, I, I thought it was a little bit unfair because he, he did win. He did win at least a championship, you know, in the bubble, but they won a championship two years ago. Um, but I agree with you, K-Dub. I think it's time for them to just move on, move. Yeah, that's you know, he could, I mean, honestly, even if he went back to Cleveland, um, you know, I think that would be probably the best way for him to just ride out your career, you know, I, from, you know, you know, yeah, go go where? <laughs> I right. think I think I mean honestly, he wants to play with his son eventually. 
So, uh, you know, I think eventually, I think he's going to go back to Cleveland and probably ride out the rest of his career in Cleveland and just retire from, from Cleveland. I, if I, you got anything, you got any uh, any comments before we get to the benediction, man? Yeah, for the LeBron is not going nowhere. Oh, I tell God. you that. <laughs> my night, man. He is not leaving. <laughs> the only way LeBron leaves is when his son comes in the league and the Lakers don't draft him. He'll leave then. But until then, Y'all need to love LeBron. He ain't going nowhere. Okay. <laughs> <I hear you. laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Vi. Also, Falcons, please yeah. do us a favor and draft <laughs> someone that we need. <laughs> so, okay. All right. All right. Let me, before, and I know y'all, again, this is not an ESPN Sports uh, podcast, but just don't, just in one minute, Vi, in 30 seconds to a minute. Who do you think we should draft? Just 30 seconds. Don't don't commentate. Don't give me the country commentator version. I would say either draft one name. Wide, either a wide receiver. Okay. Or a defense, but definitely not a quarterback this year. Okay. There you go. All right, but you gonna you gonna talk to Jesus about he gets us.com <laughs> and find out if he's trying to <laughs> trying to rebrand. <laughs> Jesus for three. Hey, I don't know about you. When I'm you leaving. talk to him tonight, I'm about you. hey, I'm leaving. <laughs> I, I leave Jesus alone. <laughs> you can't see it. Oh, you ain't supposed to leave him alone. Come on now. <laughs> I said he's all right with me. He don't need to be re- like he is. <laughs> all right. I'm on your side. You don't need to be brand. <laughs> yeah, you don't need that. He gets us.com. There we go. <laughs> all right, y'all. With that said, um, here we go. Let's go ahead and do the benediction, man. What you got, Vi? What I have for us today. Every day situation, difficult people and temptation. God promises, however, that he will never nor fail to help us. By asking God to direct us, we can conquer many of life's challenges. Joshua chapter one, verse five. No one will be able to stand against you. And for I will be with you as I will with Moses. I will fail you or abandon you. God with you, he is always there. You just have to believe. There's nothing with the old saying that God will not give you more than you can help. Trust that, believe that. Amen. Amen. Amen, Vi. All right, country commentator, we appreciate you, man. You holding down uh, Columbus, Georgia, and, and uh, your fam and Forsyth, <laughs> man. Send, I send them the best for this Easter. I'm not going to say anything crazy. <laughs> this Easter holiday. <laughs> Hope you guys and, and ATL and your friends in the ATL, man. Uh, you guys have a, have a, your vibe, specifically you vibe have for a great <laughs> holiday. Why specifically me? <laughs> specifically, yeah, yeah, because, you know, I'm just, because you ended it, because you ended it, you ended this with a nice benediction. So, okay. thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. Tanya Happy B. Easter. Uh, thank you so much, and and uh, again, we, we won't be coming back next week. But I am I am looking forward to your pictures of your your uh, exquisite dining, um, you know. <laughs> and and uh, I'll talk about it on the bird wire too. There you go. Talk about it on the bird wire. Okay. And and K Dub man, as always, brother, I give you our, my fellow, my only Lakers fan, probably within a one hundred mile radius of <laughs> two hundred. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm catching fire. I am catching fire. I get the text, the email. So thank you, brother. Thank you so much for, for, for the solidarity. Hopefully we'll be all right next year. I am I am I am grayer thanks to the uh, Lakers. I appreciate it, y'all. Yes, yes. All right, y'all, with that. <laughs> and I gotta say, you know, I'm not gonna say I, I'll, I'll, I'll end it. I'm not I'm not going to have Vi yelling at me anymore. All right, y'all, with that, episode 125 is in the can. And we are out of here, y'all. Peace. 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 COVID is real. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Definitely is real. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. <laughs>